Hey guys, this is the Youth and Culture Podcast, and I want to thank you for tuning in and making this podcast a part of your day today. Uh, I am your host, Ryan, and I am joined with my co-host, David. Hey guys. Uh, and, I, I, and this week, um, I'm really excited kind of what we're going to be talking about this week, because this is something uh, I, I'm passionate about. And uh, David in recent years has gotten really, really passionate about as well. And it's also a topic that's not really talked about uh, a whole lot in ministry world. And that's this, this topic of, of physical health and, and why physical health is important, uh, especially not only in just, just in real world in general, no matter what job you have or what career you're doing, uh, but it's also very important when you're doing uh, ministry. And I think we're going to kind of break this up because there's two points of health. Uh, there's yeah. the physical health and the, and the, the mental health, right. and they're very much connected. But I think we're going, to, we're going to kind of break down, and we're going to spend this week kind of talking about uh, physical health. Yeah, absolutely. And um, even though they are, you know, intrinsically tied together, um, it is something that uh, I think there's enough content and enough for us to talk about that it's going to take two episodes because. Um, I'm sure for those of you who are in the youth ministry realm, you know about the youth pastor diet, quote unquote, and uh, what effect that can have on you and your ability to really have an effective ministry. No, exactly. Um, our, both of our health journeys are, are, I would say, different. Yeah. Um, and and the neat thing about, about uh, I would say, about physical health in general when it comes to youth, the youth pastor, student ministry world is that uh, more and more youth pastors are getting bored with this about yes. the importance of, of, of taking your health health seriously. Because mm-hmm. let's, let's be honest, as, as a youth pastor uh, and youth ministry, it is extremely hard to be healthy. At least it is for me. Maybe I'm the only one. Oh, um, no, so you're not the only one. <laughs> yeah, because you're constantly, okay, so what, what do you do when, when you have an event and, of course, we're – most people listen to us. We're on a budget or have no budget at all in our church. Right. Um, and, and what we main thing we go to is like a $5 pizza is a little Caesars, mm-hmm. uh, yep. just some dirt cheap for events. And guess what? We're eating those same junk and stuff that we're getting our teens. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just remember just spending a lot, a lot of time buying junk food and hot dogs. And sometimes they even went to got little Debbie's, uh, Oh cakes. man, little Debbie. Yeah. What, yeah. What, by the way, my weakness—I had to stop buying that for my teens. By the way, because uh, because I, if I get little, especially zebra cakes. Oh, little De- uh, Debbie cakes, the zebra cakes. I love zebra cakes. I cannot stay out of them. You so know those I, Cosmo brownies with the little colored sugar thingies on top. Oh yeah. Oh gracious. Yeah, you're right. I I literally went to Sam's Club last week to restock our drinks and snacks in the youth room. And as I'm loading all of this 
from the van to the youth room, I'm looking at this like snack shelf area and the drinks and I'm like, none of this is healthy except for the water. <laughs> exactly. But the struggle there is if I show up every week and I have, I mean, we're there, we're not there to feed them, but you know, it, it helps get their mouths moving if they're chewing on something and maybe they'll talk, but um, they're not going to eat a veggie tray, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you pull that puppy out and your adult leaders will go, Oh, okay. We'll have some of that. But the students are going to just walk. Well, maybe the girls, maybe the girls eat some. One maybe. or two. <laughs> just, just maybe. That's such a generalization. <laughs> it, 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 well, it is, but I would it's say, kind of true. uh, maybe, maybe it's just my context. I think the, in our context, the girls are a little bit more in tune uh, to to healthy stuff a little bit more than the guys. I think part of that is that uh, girls struggle with self image issues and all that's tied into it. And um, have, yeah, have, I think there's have, some history there, but I think the guys are kind of coming in on that too. Uh, I no, think no, that's, I agree. that's no, happening absolutely. more so with young men and with the way our culture is going. Um, and uh, that's probably a bunny trail, but I think lots of guys are starting to have self-image issues as well. However, again, depending on your context, I've got middle school boys, they walk in and stock up on the snacks uh, that they don't care what's back there. They'll eat it. Slim Jims, Animal Crackers, Nutty Buddies, Oatmeal Cookies, and a Mountain Dew. And then you're like, why won't you sit still during the lesson? Well, because you sugared him up, man. <laughs> and then I'm over there like, okay, you know, we meet at six. I was here for a meeting beforehand. I'm hungry. I didn't have dinner. And then we're tempted to eat the same junk we're feeding them. And 50 pounds later, you're like, why am I so tired all the time? <laughs> why have I, I have no energy. I'm not sleeping well. And that's where this physical health comes in because um, most of the time when people talk about physical health, they're, they're thinking diet and exercise. Like that's probably the two main things is what are you eating and are you active? And, um, and one of my issues is, is, is not just what I'm eating, but how much of it am I eating? Um, my wife made this really good, um, vegetarian chili. It's only vegetarian because we just didn't happen to put meat in it. Not because we're vegetarian. I'm a, what you call a meativore, um, because a baconvore isn't a word, neither is meativore, but, um, cause I'll, I'll eat vegetables if I have to, but, um, I, I took it with me to church to so that I could have something healthy instead of the junk. But I took this massive like Pyrex giant bowl and I almost filled it. So I had way too much food. <laughs> um, and, and portion control is, is one of those things. So as we go through this, um, just for those of you who are out there, you know, and, and this is a topic of interest for you. Um, Ryan and I are not experts on, um, physical health. Well, we're, we're not the guys that are sitting here going, hey, we have all the answers and this is how you should do your life. Uh, we, we both have our own struggles. We both have our own histories of our physical health going up and down. And um, it, it does have to do with um, our exercise and our diet and this aspect of rest and, and taking that time that you're supposed to, or not taking that time you're supposed to every week to rest for a day. Uh, and it, and it all ties directly into our mental health as well, which we're going to cover. And I believe, um, the next episode. So 
Um, I guess the first thing that I want to tackle with this physical health aspect, I, I would probably say it starts with diet um, because not everybody exercises, but everybody eats. Uh, yes, everybody, at least I hope you're eating. If not yes. eating, you've got another problem. If yeah. you're listening, not eating, you've got another problem. Yeah, and, and I think if, we t- if you want to tie this back um, to Scripture, uh, I mean, God gave us food, obviously. He, he gave us things to eat. Uh, he allowed after the flood, he opened up animals, which, you know, praise the Lord for bacon. But um, uh, it's meant to be fuel for the body to to give us the energy for us to execute what he's called us to do, whether it's youth ministry or or anything else. And um, I know that uh, because I'm in the Baptist world, uh, we have a lot of jokes about food. Um, we like to joke that if it's a Baptist meeting, there's probably going to be a, a food involved. Um, because we love to eat, and um, and that's something that um, I've joked with some people that uh, one sermon you'll never hear in a Baptist church is a sermon on gluttony. Um, but I think that's because you know we do eat a lot, and and I've I've struggled with with the portion control. I realized in college that I was an emotional eater, um, and a lot of people deal with stress in different ways. Some people get angry. Some people go out and golf. Some people go fishing. Some people get themselves immersed into a hobby, read a book, have anger outbursts. I eat my emotions away <laughs> and it's, it's not healthy. And, uh, thankfully I have a wife who is, um, an amazing woman and is very encouraging to me and is, she's very positive in the way that she, uh, desires to help me be healthy so she does not nag me about my food preferences and how much of it I eat, but because of her own health journey, she's been, she's been more of an inspiration on how to become healthier. Um, and I've seen, I've seen some changes. Um, I don't know if I, I didn't talk to you about this beforehand, Ryan, but uh, in 2018, I hit my all-time height in weight. That doesn't make sense. I was the fattest I was at 20, in October 2018. I was at a youth pastor conference up in upstate New York, and I took a picture with Ben Trueblood because he was there representing Lifeway. And I looked at the picture later, and I was like, "Oh my lanta, I am fat," <laughs> and and uh, I can't blame my thyroid for that. I can't blame a legitimate medical issue for that. I I, I blame my habits. That that's what was at fault. Yeah, you know, I was. I have a similar story with that too. Um, and those of you listening, if you've been listening for a while, you kind you kind of have gotten hints that um, I enjoy working out, uh, weight training, enjoy it. I love it. Um, it's always been a part of who I am. Um, but because it's, it's essentially my hobby. But there was a there was a point in time that I got away from that and got away from uh, working out and being health conscious and, and I gained a lot of weight. Um, it's, it's when I came to, uh, when the first time I entered into full-time ministry and uh, like I said earlier, buying all the pizzas and mm. uh, junk food, the little Debbie snacks and eating all that stuff. And my wife was pregnant and I felt justified to eat crap because my wife is his. Oh yeah, is having these cravings. The sympathy so weight gain. Yes, 
And so I literally gained uh, most weight I've ever, ever gained in my life. And I remember just, just looking on Facebook and I, and I remember seeing a, a picture with a teenager. Uh, I forget exactly when it was, uh, when I was four rather. And I remember the same kind of situation. I see that I saw that picture and I was like, man, I look stinking fat. I was like, I have never had a, I've, I've never had a belly like that. I've always been like, I've never been skinny. I've always been a bigger guy, bigger kid. You, you've always looked jacked. That's my opinion. I, when we did know. ministry back in Lynchburg together, I was like, dang, that guy's jacked. <laughs> I, I don't know about jacked. I just always been, I could, well, first, when you, when you first met me, it was back when, the, when I still had abs. That's the first time I had abs in my life. Um, but I, before, before I got married, I, I was a football guy. I was a, I was a yeah. lineman. I had a lineman build. Um, I, just, I was just a bigger, bigger kid. I uh, went to college, lost a lot of weight. I got abs the first time in my life when I, before I got married. I uh, was really in shape, really fit. And then slowly since then, it kind of went out the deep end. Mm. Uh, so anyway, you met me right right with the good time where I, I was still – Met peak Ryan. Yes, met me at peak Ryan. And, and so but anyway, so when I, when I saw that, that picture, I, I remember going to – saying to my wife, I said, something's got to change. Mm. I can't keep going where I'm going. Um, and I was realizing that my, uh, my health was failing, uh, as, as a whole, I was, I was more tired. Um, I, I just, uh, had a hard time getting through the day. I would have to have, uh, like four or five cups of coffee around one to three o'clock just to get through. Oh yeah. Do you have a hard um, time focusing? I had a hard time focusing. Yeah. The same, the same thing or even doing my productivity, uh, oh, yeah. during that period of time was very low. Uh, and even in some ways it was, it was even affecting my relationship with my wife and my kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause I just didn't have any energy to give by the time I, by the time I got home and after, after doing ministry, uh, I don't, just didn't have anything to give them. And there's a, a course that, that, that naturally fed into, uh, of course, more arguments, mm -hmm. uh, with my kids, with my wife, uh, more shortness, being short, irritated, uh, things like that. But all that was tied into just me not taking care of my physical, uh, physical health. Uh, but yeah, man, I was I was in the same boat, and I, I just remembered I had to make a change um, because I started to realize during that period of time is 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 that something we 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 love to talk about in a Baptistry world, even outside of a Baptistry world, when it comes to church settings, we love to talk about uh, things like, especially the South, things like drinking drinking alcohol. Mm -hmm. uh, supposedly that's a sin, but that's a not. It's not, and that's another conversation for another day. That's a whole another uh, episode. <laughs> yes. Anyway, that's that's that kind of conversation gets on my nerves, but um. <laughs> But anyway, so we, we like to talk about that. We love to talk about uh, just anything. But one thing that's in Scripture that we neglect, that's gluttony. Mm -hmm. And that's just taking, just taking care of yourself physically and how food is just as much of an addiction as heroin, pot, alcohol, pornography. Food is just as much of addiction. And, and for me, because I have, an, I have naturally a, an addictive personality. Uh, yep. That's the reason why personally uh, I don't drink. Okay. okay. 
I, I made I made that commitment to myself because because I had know I have addictive personality. I know if I even start that I'll, I'll become an alcoholic. And the same thing with but food, even now is a, is is an addiction to me. I struggle with it because I love to eat. I remember as a it is kid, delicious. Yes, I remember as a kid. And even when I was a kid, I remember going to my grandmother's house and literally, because my grand, of course my grandmother's going to let me do whatever I want. She's a grandmother. Oh, yeah. And I, and I just remember eating nonstop from when I was there to I left, eating mm-hmm. just, just nonstop because it just, I love to eat. Yep. And I'm, I'm like you, dude. I'm a, I'm a stress eater too. Yeah. Uh, so on Wednesday nights, especially on Wednesday nights, uh, our midweek program, because that's our biggest. You're like in the middle of the stress at that point. Yes. And that's our biggest programming day. Yeah. Programming nights. It's been our midweek programming. And uh, uh, coming back after Wednesday night, just, just stressed and uh, just tired and, and it's sometimes dealing with difficult uh, student or junior hire mm-hmm. uh, who's off the wall. can't get him to, to just to stay still for five minutes or so, whatever it is. And, and, I can't remember how many times I just went to the store uh, or got a thing of ice cream or went, or went to Dairy Queen on the way home and got some ice cream. Just, just a way of de-stressing. That's, that's food is a way for me to de-stress. And it's a bad way to de-stress. Man, okay, you're convicting me now because um, I, I've been doing better um, because, and I can't stress enough how much my wife has helped with this and she's been a huge encouragement, but I've been doing better. And the last couple of weeks I've kind of hit a dip with my health and my, my weight. Um, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of trying to figure out some, some physical health issues that I'm dealing with, um, that I'm not really sure where they're coming from. But last night, uh, I thought I walked away from youth group, uh, thinking, it went well. Like it was a good night. It, it was very emotionally draining for me because we we covered um, uh, a heavy topic, I would say. And um, I had a conversation with one of my middle school boys, and it was it was he's one of the kids in my small group, and um, we had a good conversation. It was very raw, I think. And I walked away from that thinking that went really well, but I am exhausted. And I ended up going to Food Lion. And the Chinese restaurant next to the Food Lion, because if you need to find a Chinese restaurant in Virginia, just Google Food Lion and you'll find one. Um, <laughs> and I got Chinese for me and my wife, and I ordered it, and I went to the Food Lion while they were making it, and I got ice cream and um, some specialty root beer and ginger 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 beer. It's uh, Reed's ginger beer. It's really good. It actually has ginger. It's a ginger ale. It's not alcoholic. Um, I don't know how they call it ginger beer. It's because people like to say beer. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know why they call it that. But um, but and then like I went home and I was like, hey, M, it was great. Uh, youth group was was really good, but I'm tired. So let's celebrate. And and as you were talking a second ago, I was like, oh, man, I I emotionally ate last night. That stinks. <laughs> so thanks, it's Ryan. Hard. It's hard. <laughs> it it is because um you said it. You're a stress eater. Yes, I am. But I I said it earlier I'm an emotional eater. So when my emotions spike, I get hungry. Um and I'll even eat stuff I don't like 
sometimes if I'm in a highly emotional place. And, um, and as I've talked with um, several people from my own church and I've talked with you and some others and, and, and you even mentioned a minute ago that there's a strong correlation between addiction and food. And, um, and some of the ways that I have researched um, addressing addiction in the past, um, I, I can definitely see how um, food plays into that. One of the ones that I've heard that they use with AA guys is um, using the acronym HALT if you're tempted to buy, do whatever you're addicted to. And the first one is H, hungry. Right? The other one, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Well, hungry is the first one. <laughs> Um, and I, I'm learning things like you, you would think as an adult, you would understand basic concepts, but there's certain ones that somehow have managed to fly over my head. Um, like the other night I was talking to my wife and I was like, man, I'm really hungry. It's like 1030 at night. We're getting ready for bed. And, and I said, I'm really hungry. And she said, well, what'd you eat today? So I told her and she was like, you shouldn't be hungry. And I said, yeah, but I'm really hungry. And she said, maybe you're just thirsty. So I went and, gr- and drank some water and I was fine had she not been there to be like, you're probably just thirsty. I would have probably eaten something and then I would have not slept well. Cause if you eat right before bed, it's not, it's not going to go well for me at least. Um, but I, but I do think it's, it's important, not just the portion control and how much, but I think it's also important what, what we eat. Um, yeah. and we're, and like we said earlier, we're not eating little Debbie cakes and drinking Mountain Dew, um, which is the quote unquote youth pastor diet. Um, but that we are putting, um, a, a a complex array of things in our body that actually has the nutrients that we need. Um, one of the things my wife said to me, I just got some blood results back. I forgot to tell you about this. Um, I just had a blood panel done. My triglycerides are high and, uh, my cholesterol is like, okay ish. Um, and my wife, I showed it to her and she's like, yeah, you need to do complex carbs instead of simple ones. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, what's, what's a simple carb? And she's like, you need to cut down on the bread and the potatoes, man, <laughs> like the white yeah. potatoes. And I was like, Oh, so like the fries at Wendy's? And she said, yeah, stop getting fries at Wendy's. <laughs> stop getting the large fries at Wendy's. All right, start there. Um, but she's been helping me. She, she's, um, she's been doing some things with her health and, and some supplements and all that jazz that, that's helped her. And I've watched her. Um, uh, you know, She's given birth to six children. Um, that'll wreck you. So her health has uh, super increased and, and gotten way better than it was after the sixth child, the, the last two were twins. So after the two boys were born. And uh, since then, she's, she's regained a lot of her health. And I'm watching over here, like on the couch, eating potato chips. And I'm like, go, oh, babe, you're the best. And she's like, you should probably be doing this with me. <laughs> so I've started to do it with her. Because when I hit that height of weight in 2018, I was, I was 274 pounds. And I'm 5'11 with shoes on. And according to my blood panel that I got back from my doctor, I am obese. Uh, And in order for me to get from obese back down to overweight, I've got to be like in the 230s, I think. Um, And of course, you know, you have to adjust things based on your actual body type. But according to the BMI chart, I won't be considered overweight until I'm like 190, which is insane to me because that's like my high school weight, my senior year. And I'm like, I'm never going to get back to that. Um, but cause I've, I've successfully achieved dad bod. Okay. That's where I'm at right now. That's, that's where I've gotten to. Um, but, but the flip side of that coin with what we're eating is, is what I'm doing. Um, after Emily and I got married, I got a job at a call center 
where I sat on my butt for eight hours a day. Actually, nine because we had an hour of lunch. So I sat on my butt for nine hours a day for three years and gained a ton of weight um, because I was not exercising. Uh, and I, I went from a very active lifestyle. I was in the marching band in high school. I played soccer in high school. Um, I played intramural stuff in college. I was in the marching band in college. Uh, I was active. And then I get married and I get a job. And for the first six months, I actually did lose weight because Emily and I were trying really hard to be healthy. Um, but we got pregnant four months into our marriage. And I started with all the sympathy symptoms um, and my favorite one was the cravings because if she craved ice cream, I also got ice cream. Um, that's <laughs> another you, cause story. You, Cause you don't want her to feel bad. No, no, you don't want her to feel weird because she's really craving salt and vinegar chips with honey mustard. All right. So you just eat it with her and try not to cry. Um, but, but, um, I, I started, uh, I stopped exercising and I wasn't really, it, it wasn't not just exercise. Like I wasn't even doing like that 30 minutes of non, not really strenuous activity at all a day. Like there was zero activity. Uh, the most walking I did was from my car to the office and from my office back to the car. And, and that was a, and then anything we did with the youth while we were, doing youth ministry in Lynchburg together. So that's why I say it's, it's the other side of the coin because yeah, you can eat right all day long, but if you're not exercising, your body is going to get lazy. You're going to get lazy and it's going to be harder to get off the couch and be active. And for me and you, um, in youth ministry, that's one thing, but we both have young children and the concept of being a dad that gets down on the floor and plays with your kids, when you have the dad bod, it's hard to do. Um, and it's hard yeah. to get back up. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you have a gut that hangs over your, uh, your yeah. belt, yeah, uh, it's a little, little bit harder to do certain things with your kids. And it's hard to be motivated to do it too because they're like, Daddy, come play with me. And you're like, oh, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> but you don't really <laughs> want to get up because you're, you're not healthy. Yeah, that kind of, that kind of ties in what, what I was talking about earlier. Where it's it, you're if you don't take care of your health uh, when it comes to your physical, specifically physical health, it affects your 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 lifestyle with your with your family, with your wife and your kids. And that's a perfect a great example is is what you just said for just being physical with with your kids. Like for like what I mean by physical is like I have two boys, so I so if if I'm if I'm tired, and exhausted, and and can barely move because of because of my weight, I can't get down with my kids and wrestle them, and I can't uh, go outside do certain activities with them. And they need that. Like there's studies yeah. that have shown that like your kids need you to be a, a certain level of rough with them when they're young, uh, which has blown me away. Uh, but like wrestling with your kids is like a thing they need. Yeah. Um, especially especially of course you have mostly girls and. Uh, yeah. again, that, well, they love to wrestle anyway. That doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but that's a, that's not a, my my expertise. Is I have I have nothing but boys. Uh, but I'm talking specifically just for, for boys. Yeah, that it 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 gives them a, also a sense of, of what it means to be a boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, wrestling with them, uh, roughhousing, and um, and of course it gets my wife's nerves. My wife was the only child. So, uh, she, she didn't have siblings. So when she mm-hmm. sees me doing this stuff, I, I have to remind her that this is what dads do. 
Yeah. I'm looking forward to when I can wrestle with my boys because right now the girls want me to dance and (laughs) watch them do fashion shows and they're fairy princesses with magic wands and they can turn me into ice because they're super into Frozen 2 right now. We've watched it like six (laughs) times since we bought it. And uh, they think it's the best thing ever. They, it's for them. It's the best thing since Frozen One. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So that's the house. That's the world I live in right now. I know all the names to the My Little Ponies, and it's it's fantastic. Um, but the other thing is, um, with with uh, with being able to to get down with them and play with them. The other part of it is, um, like just last night, uh, because of daylight savings, we uh, we had youth group. Our youth group starts at six on Sunday nights. Um, we had the hour switch and we were actually able to play our first outside game before youth started this year because the sun was finally out and and we could actually do stuff with the teens. So before we started, we were throwing a Frisbee around and then, um, the like official game for the night was a dodgeball type thing where we had two or three people in the middle and we were like playing duck, duck, goose with the ball. And then someone yelled goose and you just try to peg somebody in the middle. It's a fantastic game, especially if you have middle schoolers. Um, but when we were done and we went back into the modular where we have our youth meet, um, dude, I was wiped. I was wiped out. I was sweating like a pig. And I was, I was asking the teens, are y'all hot? And they're like, no, we're fine. And, and it kind of <laughs> hit me like, cause I was kind of mentally preparing for, for today. A little bit. And I was thinking, you know, if I can't wrestle with my own kids, there's also certain physical activities I'm not going to be able to do with my teens. And there's a certain level of expectation there. Like we have a gaga ball pit. And one of your one of the best things to do as a youth pastor is to get into the pit with your teens and destroy them. Um, but when you have Dunlap's disease, as you mentioned earlier, where your belly Dunlap's over its belt, uh, it's hard to get down because you are that's a game where you're bent over most of the time. Um, trying to hit the ball and and hit people in the legs with it. And that will wear you out when, when you're not healthy. Um, And if you back up and you look at this from a broader scale, one of the things that we do, like our job, our main job as pastors is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. One of the, the ways that we do that is by example. So if what I'm eating and what I'm doing with my exercise is, is making me unhealthy, then even if I don't think I'm not doing anything bad, like if I think I'm not doing anything bad or if I feel like I'm inactive, I'm still displaying a lifestyle to my teens that will influence them. So Mm -hmm. if I am healthy eating and I'm healthy exercising, they're going to take note of that. But if they see a lazy guy who eats the same junk they do, and drinks the same junk they do, and then has no energy, um, not only are they going to see that modeled for them, but there's going to be an aspect of eventually it might get to the point where they kind of feel like you don't care about them because you don't have the energy to spend the time with them that they need. Uh, and, And that can negatively affect your ministry. But we don't think about that when we sit down for a Big Mac and a large fry and one of those triple thick shakes at McDonald's because this stuff is good, man. Oh yeah, in the moment, and, and I got I, I I'm glad you said said the word uh, again. We're not we're not we're we're not talking about people who have a medical condition where they struggle, yeah, uh, with weight. Uh, we're not talking about those. We're talking about people who it's a choice 
to be to uh, when it comes to being overweight and not making health a priority priority in your life. Mm-hmm. That's that's who we're where we're speaking of, and we're speaking to ourselves because this includes us. Yeah, because uh, we both we both struggle with this. Yeah, I don't but, have a medical condition I can blame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't either. Well, and it's not blame, but yeah, good. Yeah. Kind of put it on the shelf and say this 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 reason. Yeah. But uh, you you said a word that I thought was was very good to describe uh when it comes to the struggle of of food and weight and health in general mm-hmm. is the word lazy uh, i think it's yeah. a very accurate descriptive word uh when it comes to physical health because it 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 because I'm, I'm just using myself as an example mm-hmm. the reason why i wasn't make, taking my health seriously and my weight seriously, what I ate seriously, uh, even rest, which is one thing we haven't talked about yet. And we're taking all these things seriously is because just being lazy, like I just didn't want to take the time. It wasn't part of my priorities. Uh, me sitting down yeah. and, and on my butt uh, was more important than me taking the time prioritizing uh, my health. And so I'm glad you said, talked, about, talked about the word lazy because, again, th- this sounds bad when I say it, uh, but e- even my, when my prime, when I, was, when I was very much into physical health and uh, dieting and all that back in, and when I was in college, um, even when I first got married, one of the things I struggled with is, is when a fat, obese pastor mm-hmm. would get on the stage and preach. I, I had a hard time with that. And there were, there was the, the reason why I said, because they're, they're in sin, um, in the sense of, uh, the gluttony and all, cause again, I live in Baptist world and the average, and it sounds, I'm stereotyping, uh, but the, the average Baptist church that I've been exposed to has an overweight pastor. Um, and we don't take those things seriously. I'm one of them. Yeah, exactly. And I, I point I'm not myself. the senior, but I'm one of them. Yeah. And, and again, I, and I, I say that because I used to have that type of attitude. Then I turned around and became the fat pastor mm. um, over time because I was, again, not making a priority, being lazy um, in, that, in that sense. And one thing that um, I would just briefly mention, because I know we're getting close uh, to where we need to wrap this up a little bit, but I kind of, cause I don't want us to go too long. Cause again, we are going to be talking about mental health mm-hmm. uh, next week. Uh, but I want us to just to take a, a couple minutes, uh, both of us kind of uh, share some things um, that we do now uh, that have helped us in uh, the physical for when it comes to our physical health. Um, so I'm going to just take some time to just share what kind of what, what, what some things that I do yeah. and some basic things I do is, is, uh, I, I make sure I have, I have, uh, exercising and as a basically written in my schedule, uh, every single time, every single day there, I got a certain time where I do uh, where I exercise. Now for me, it's, it's weight training. I hate cardio. Okay, I absolutely despise cardio. I make myself self run, but it's not a priority for me because I don't like it. But I love and enjoy weight training. So I turn weight training uh and and because I enjoy it, I, I turn that into my to my workout. And Are you a meathead? Uh I can be. 
I struggle with that uh, as well. <laughs> hey, um, I hear you, man, with the cardio. I played soccer. I still hate cardio because you're only yeah. burning calories while you're doing it. When you lift weights, you're burning calories all day because your muscles are like, I don't like this game. Yeah, but it's, yeah, I enjoy it. But the point is, is what I was trying, it's saying is that we do whatever you enjoy, where, where, yeah. it's, where it's going outside for a walk with, with your family and, and speed walking or uh, go on a hike, do, do, do some exercise that you, you enjoy, but schedule it in your week. Yeah. Because uh, for me, at least, I am busy. And if it's not on my schedule, not my calendar it's not going to happen yeah it's not uh, happen. so, so I, I make that a priority i schedule uh that in um also um one things i do is, is i uh, meal prep so what i do is uh, beginning in the and during the weekend me and my wife get together and we uh kind of decide what meals are we going to have throughout the week and we and we meal prep for that because what i was finding is when i did not meal prep and we were running off the fly it was like, oh, well, let's go to McDonald's. Oh, let's mm-hmm. go here, grab this and that. Um, but when I started meal prepping, I was actually eating healthier because I was preparing meals yeah. um, you were, at home. You were and deciding before you had to decide. Exactly. So meal prepping is what, what helped me yeah. um, to just be careful of what I eat. And not. And also one thing I, I encourage everyone to have is if, find an accountability partner. Mm. Uh, who would keep you accountable, not only it's spiritual, because that's, that's very important as well. Mm-hmm. I've also asked you how you're taking care of yourself physically, because that impacts your spiritual health as well, your spiritual and mental health as well. Um, so it's people are asking this, those questions of you. And, and for me, it's my wife. And like you, my, my wife, is, and when, I, when I'm late at night and I'm having those cravings, she looks at me and says, you don't need anything to eat. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 10 o'clock at night you're gonna have acid reflux all night that's a good Be- wife um yeah so 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 those are three different things three main things that have helped me and of course there's other things along the way uh but those are the three things that have helped me uh when it comes to my physical health and the result of me doing these three things and my physical health getting better is that my I'm more energized with ministry when it comes with kids, when it comes to my family. It is helping me in every aspect to, to when it comes to my mental health as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, and that that's something that um, your physical health directly impacts. Um, and I found myself where it's become cyclical in the past, where my physical health has affected my mental health, which has affected my physical health, which has affected my mental health. And if you don't get yourself out of that cycle, you end up... Um, where, where I was, which was fat and miserable. Um, and I know some people are going to hear the word fat and get offended, but I, I am, I was, I, I can't, I can't look at myself in the mirror and be proud right now. I have a keg. I don't have a six pack. <laughs> um, and, I'm there with uh, you, buddy. I'm right there and, with you. Yeah. But, um, so for what I do, uh, up to the point where I, I started doing something, I was literally doing nothing. Uh, I wasn't exercising and I was eating what I wanted and uh, or what I felt like having. And I have a love affair with Wendy's, especially because Wendy's just released breakfast. Um, Seriously, I didn't know that. Dude, the breakfast Baconator. Oh, my Lanta. You can gain weight looking at it. Okay. You smell it and that's like 15 calories. Okay. So uh, 1500 maybe. Uh, 
but what what I what I do uh, the most current thing I've been doing actually because there's I've had difficulty getting back to the gym. We have a gym for county residents where we live. It's like fifty bucks a year, which is super cheap, um, and and it's right in front of my girls' elementary school. So sometimes I'll just drop them off at school and then I'll go straight to the gym and then I'll go to work. Um, but we also joined the YMCA in our area because they have a child watch program. So that allows my wife and I to work out together on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, when I'm not in one of my moods where I don't want to work out, which is something we work through. All right. She would be, I would say she's my accountability partner. Um, cause she's very, very encouraging and she's very inspirational for just watching her health journey. Um, so we do that. Um, I didn't really do this to help with my health, but we got a dog last year, a puppy, and uh, he's, a, he's a chocolate lab, and y- you can't get a dog like that and then be lazy um, because the puppy will go crazy if you don't walk them. So that has forced me, no matter what I do, Almost every single day I have come home, even if it's 10 o'clock at night, I slap the leash on. I don't slap it on. I put the leash on him and we take a walk through our neighborhood and I try to do it for at least about a half an hour so that he can get the exercise he needs. But that does, I would say that does the bare minimum for me of 30 minutes of physical activity during the day. And because he's a puppy, he's eight months old and he's a lab. So he's like 70 pounds probably at this point. And it's all pure muscle. So I think sometimes he's walking me because I'm still trying to get the leash training going. Um, and, and so it's actually physically strenuous for me. <laughs> so um, that helps. Um, the other thing that I do, and, and I was very skeptical about this at first, um, and I, I won't stay on it for too long, but um, my wife uh, joined a company and, and she works with them uh, to the products they sell is, uh, you know, health and wellness and gut balance. And I was really skeptical of it first and then it worked on her and I saw her body change and I was like, okay, maybe it'll work on me. So I do take some supplements and, and this morning I had a, um, a shake uh, from their line um, for my breakfast and it's delicious. Um, and that's something I've been trying to do to help balance out my, my gut because you're, uh, I thought this was just like a line that people would use to get you to buy something, but apparently 70% of your immune system actually is in your gut. And so it directly, your gut directly affects the rest of your body. So if you're filling it with junk from Wendy's and McDonald's and Chick-fil-A, I'm sorry. Um, it's delicious, <laughs> but it's deep fried in peanut oil, man. That's not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> just true, just true. Um, and the so Chick-fil-A good, sauce so alone, it's like liquid gold, mm-hmm. um, but it's got like more calories than the burger so, or the chicken sandwich. So um, if you continually fill your gut with junk, then you're going to feel like junk. And, and that's where I was in 2018. I was taking these supplements and whatnot, and I wasn't losing weight. And my wife was like, well, yeah, if you dig a hole and then keep throwing dirt into the hole, you're never going to dig an effective hole. So you can't keep filling your gut with junk if you're trying to get rid of it at the same time. So I had to, I had to adjust what I was putting into my body. And um, that's something that is a constant struggle for me because of my schedule. Um, I'm not always home for dinner. I'm not always around and available to have a home-cooked meal with healthy ingredients. Um, She is doing exceptionally well with making sure that what she cooks us at home is healthy, is natural, and is good for us. And she has managed to make food that I hate taste good. Um, I'm amazed. I don't like fish and I will eat it if she makes it. I don't like rice and I will eat it if she makes it. (laughs) 
I don't like liver and I will never eat that. I don't care what she does with it. (laughs) (laughs) I will not eat liver. It's disgusting and it's not good for you unless you have low iron. Um, but the, 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 the adjustments I'm making are I've been increasing my exercise and I've been, um, adjusting my diet. The, the one that, and I've been increasing my water. Um, that's one thing I know you know about is you got to drink water. Um, water, one of the things water does is flushes your system of the junk. Um, and so I've tried to increase my water. I have a 32 ounce Nalgene. My, my wife bought me a bottle that's like a, literally a gallon. Um, and I fill that with water and I, I walk around with that sometimes. Um, the one that I, uh, I really, really struggle with, and, and we've mentioned this briefly the whole time, um, is rest. I'm bad at the Sabbath. I'm bad at taking a day of rest. Um, you, you were talking about this earlier, uh, and, and I'm in this spot sometimes. It, you know how lazy you have to be when you don't have time to rest? Mm-hmm. Like that's a weird, weird kind of lazy. Uh, and I've been there before where I am I'm, I'm too, I'm too, I, I, yeah, I'm too lazy to rest. Like that sounds like an oxymoron, but I feel like I need to do enough things before I've earned the right to take a rest. And when you're kind of lazy or you're just not motivated, even with diet and exercise, then you don't feel like you've earned that seventh day, so to speak. Um, it's, it's almost like being a perfectionist. Yeah. And, and I am, I, I am a perfectionist. Um, drives me nuts sometimes because um, my wife has tried to encourage me to learn through failure. Um, and one of the things that we literally just had a conversation the other day and I told her I struggle with being a perfectionist because I will not do something unless I know I'll get it right the first time. And, and she helped me realize, and I kind of had like an aha moment where I was like, well, if I freeze up because I'm afraid of failure, then I've already failed. Because if I won't try it because I think I might fail at it, then I've already failed because I didn't do it. So um, I'm failing forward with exercise and I'm failing forward with diet. Um, I Yeah, look, the day after Wendy's released their breakfast menu, I was there. I got the Baconator, breakfast Baconator, and I got a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, and I got their potatoes because I wanted to see, does Wendy's know what they're doing? And they know what they're doing, all right? <laughs> it's the most glorious thing in the world. Um, but I have to be careful with that because that's not good for me on a regular basis. And, and so having my wife help me as accountability. Um, I didn't mention this earlier, but I've told my students that I'm trying to be healthier. And so if they see me with a little Debbie zebra cake in my hand, they have permission to slap it out of my hand. <laughs> um they'll, and, they'll take you up on it too oh they i've had several of my students they haven't slapped it on my hand but i've had like a can of coke in my hand or pepsi or something and they're like why are you drinking that and i'm like oh you're right and i put it down <laughs> um the other thing i've done is i joined the youth pastor diet challenge with uh, josh and doug from download youth ministry um they had something started in january i think it's over like uh, april 10th this year because it's a leap year and um and being a part of the community of other youth pastors and youth workers on that Facebook page that are trying to lose weight and get healthier. And, and there's guys on there that encourage everybody else. There's guys on there that are raw and honest and like, guys, I had a rough week and just pray for me. And that's been encouraging for me to watch other guys in our area struggle forward. Um, 
And I think that's kind of one of the keys to this whole thing is let's, we, we should have the mindset of struggling forward. Let's fail forward, not just sit, stay on the couch, you know, get off the couch, um, put down the Cheetos, the flaming hot Cheetos. They're so good. Um, and, and, you know, make a better choice because in the long run, we, as pastors, we're held to a higher standard. Um, we're going to be responsible for the souls that we've, that have been placed in our charge. And part of that responsibility is the example that we gave them. And um, for me, that's a convicting thing because other than rightly dividing the word of truth, um, I, I've got to give them an example of what a healthy lifestyle looks like. And yeah, it's a struggle, but I, I can't stop there and say, oh, I struggle, guys, but actually make some progress too. Oh, no, I absolutely agree. Um, man, so, so those of you who are listening, if this is an area that you struggle with, and in reality in our culture, where culture is, I would say that a lot of people who are listening do struggle with this. And again, we are, we, are, we are right in that boat when it comes to struggling with this aspect when it comes to physical health. Um, but if you, if you are struggling, just I want to encourage you just to hang in there and do exactly what, what David says is it's okay to fail. Uh, just uh, take a baby step, baby step forward. Because again, this does impact your ministry. Uh, it impacts your, your first ministry, which is your family. Mm-hmm. And then it impacts your ministry within your local church. It really impacts, impacts it uh, in ways you may not even realize uh, so we would like to encourage you um, again, if you would like to, you can, you can, uh, if you'd like to share your journey in this process, uh, feel free to uh, send us a DM again, we're on Instagram and Facebook um, at youth and culture 2000, send us a DM. Uh, you want to share your journey and, uh, and just to have an avenue of, of us praying together and working together through that. Uh, again, I'm I'm really excited about next week because next week we're going to be talking about or not next week I should say next episode uh, next episode because again one one thing that I did forget to mention earlier is we are making some changes um, instead of being every week we have moved to every other week part of that has to do with uh, with our ministries local ministries and we're we're youth pastors full time before, before we are podcasters. Mm-hmm. And because of that, our, our ministries, and specifically mine, is growing, and my responsibilities are growing. And because of that, we're going to be moving to every other week. But for our next episode, when we talk about uh, mental health, I'm really excited about that because uh, because uh, this is something that God has been working on me uh, tremendously in the last, um, specifically the last year. Uh, in, in a lot of different ways, he's really, really working on me because I. This is an area that I've, I'm also struggle with, uh, with mental health. So you definitely do not want to miss our next episode. Absolutely, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we look forward to our next episode. Have a good one. <laughs>